0: hey everybody what's up welcome to our midweek teaching series called reflections on spiritual formation my name is dj martin i'm church pastor here at parker ford church and whether you're a member at parker ford or just joining us online it's great to have you with us all year we've been talking about different aspects of spiritual formation in recent weeks we spent a number of weeks talking about uh, our childhood in god being sons and daughters of the living god and then uh, last week and this week we're talking about uh, the spiritual discipline and i'll call it that intentionally but the spiritual discipline of living a life of contentment last week's teaching was called get off the drug of control by embracing our limits and we talked about how the more that we actually embrace the limits that we have in our life the more that we're able To live a life of contentment. And we looked at Philippians 4 and all the limits in the Apostle Paul's life last week. I wanted to revisit that again because I felt like there was so much more to talk about when it comes to contentment and when it comes to Philippians chapter 4 and what Paul is saying about learning the secret of contentment. So I've titled today's teaching Get Off the Drug of More by Embracing Contentment. And by more, what I mean is you know, this this modern uh, sense that we always need more in order to be content. We need more food, we need more money, we need more time, we need bigger house, we need, you know, more, more, more. And if we can just attain more, then we'll find contentment. But I think everything about the life of Christ and following the way of Jesus and surely what the scriptures reveal to us is that, you know, contentment, ultimately is not found in more. Often, the more that we get of something, the less satisfying that it ultimately becomes. I've, I've seen this statistic in a number of places, but experts are currently estimating that as of 2021, wrap your mind around this for a minute, the average American is exposed to between 6,000 to 10,000 advertisements per day. Obviously, that number increases or decreases depending on how old you are, probably depending on your gender, how much time you spend on uh, social media, the Internet, how much TV you watch, where you live. If you live in New York City in downtown New York City and you commute via uh, the subway and then walk a couple blocks through Manhattan to your office, you're going to see 2000 advertisements just on your commute to work. But even for those of us who don't live, you know, right downtown in the city, even for those of us who maybe live in a more rural setting or suburban setting, we're still being absolutely pounded constantly by advertisements uh, from when we turn on uh, our car radio or the podcasts we listen to or the, you know, television stations, social media feeds. So the average American 6,000 to 10,000 times a day, is being told to purchase something buy something wear something and what does that message do well it's forming us because what advertisements are designed to do and this is you know somewhat self-explanatory and obvious but but a an advertisement is designed to make us feel like we will not be complete we're incomplete until we have whatever this item is, you know? And so if you have the car, you're gonna get the job. If you wear uh, this watch, you're gonna get the girl. Or, you know, if you if, if you uh, buy this type of home, then you're gonna have the perfect family. There's this constant message to us that in order to be content, you need more. This hits me uh, in, a, in an important way because for a while, I've been thinking about one of the, the biggest sins that I think I struggle with is the sin of of gluttony, and that is from a food standpoint, and so I, I'm building and have built certain disciplines in my life to make sure that I eat healthy. But um, I mean that from an experiential standpoint, even more so. I have this personality where I always want more, 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 uh, more time with friends, more reading books, more watching movies, more, uh, you know, whatever it is. It's like I can't get enough of it. And so I I have to really, really intentionally slow down and meditate on the fact that more of an experience isn't going to bring me more contentment. Um, even, even of good things that sometimes less is more and sometimes going without actually causes deeper content contentment. There's a, there's a deep, uh, sort of contentment that comes out of a season of fasting where you're saying no to something, whether it's food or fasting from, uh, from television or social media or, you know, whatever it is, there, there's actually a contentment that comes out of saying no to something, even if it's a good thing. What we consume, what we consume physically, emotionally, spiritually, it plays a significant role in our formation. I mean, obviously this works uh, in, in our bodies. If we eat and consume nothing but junk food, our bodies are going to be formed a certain way. If, we, if we're eating healthy, then that, that doesn't guarantee, you know, that we won't be sick or that we won't have uh, physical struggles or anything like that. But it's going to go a long way into helping us form a healthy body, a healthy uh, lifestyle. And that works uh, in our physical bodies, but it works in our emotions. You know, a person who's consuming uh, the equivalent of emotional junk food, non-stop is going to be formed in such a way where they they live a very unhealthy emotional life and that's essentially what cable news is or cable tv or binging on netflix or social media it's the equivalent of emotional junk food um and i'm not saying that from a standpoint of judgment as much as i am from a, a standpoint of fear because uh, I'm just as drawn to those things as, as anyone else, but, but we've got to recognize the food that those are the, we've got to recognize the truth that those are empty calories from an emotional standpoint or, or, you know, what we consume spiritually plays a significant role in our formation. Are we feasting on, on the, the nurturing deep things of of the word of God of fellowship of of time with others or, You know, are we essentially just filling ourselves with spiritual junk food because that's forming us contentment has a huge part to play in this um, because, you know, we, we develop an appetite for certain things by needing more and more, you know, when you eat lots of sugar, you know, lots of candy, your stomach begins to tell you that you need more of it when in reality you probably need less of it <laughs> but but you've been formed in such a way and i have a sweet tooth so once again i'm i'm speaking to myself here but but my appetite has been formed in such a way that my body craves it's literally craving sugar uh, when in reality that's not what my body actually uh, needs and so contentment is the ability to to be fully present and and content and and at peace with yourself and with God, um, even when uh, you don't have something that maybe your appetite is desiring. And again, that I'm not just speaking to physical appetites, I'm, I'm talking about emotional appetites or spiritual appetites, uh, which are probably even more powerful in our lives. But in Philippians 4, we looked at these verses last week, just to look at them once again, Paul, just for background, the Apostle Paul is in prison, When he writes this, he's limited in almost every way. He can't go where he wants to go. He can't see the people he wants to see. He can't spend his time how he'd like to spend it. He probably can't eat what he'd like to eat. But he says this, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I'm in need for I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. Today, let's let's hone in just for a moment on verse 11. He says, I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content. So let's, let's look at that word learn just for a second. It's really important for us to understand that contentment is something that's learned. For, you know, probably for 999 out of a thousand people, contentment is not something that comes naturally, but it's something that we practice and learn just like any other skill. Willpower is something we practice and grow in our lives. Um, And in the same way, contentment is something we practice and grow so are you learning to be content and that word that's that's translated in the scripture as contentment um can also be translated self-sufficient now translators uh, don't use self-sufficient because what the last thing that paul was saying uh, was that I've learned how to not need other people or not care for other people. I'm just totally self-sufficient. That's not what he's saying. <laughs> he he uh, relied heavily on other people. I mean, think about all the people who traveled with him and supported his ministry. It's not that he was self-sufficient in not relying on other people. It's that he's learned to be content without having to rely on other people to supply that inner peace and contentment. So that's my main question for us today. Have you, in a world that's telling you that you need more, six to 10,000 times a day, you're being told that you need more of something in order to be content. Have you learned the secret of contentment in Christ in order to be self-sufficient and in Christ and receiving the peace of Christ that transcends all understanding in every circumstance, in times of plenty, in times of lack, are you learning the amazing gift that contentment is? So just a few questions to consider today. What do you actually need more of in your life? My guess is there are some things that you need more of uh, in your life, probably not more social media, more TV or more food. Um, For most of those who are gonna be engaging this teaching, uh, those things probably aren't in lack, but there probably are some things that are lacking in your life what do you really need more of? And then the second part would be, what can you say no to in order to free up space, time or resources for something better? This is the practice of fasting, the spiritual practice, uh, spiritual discipline of fasting is to say no to a good thing, to say yes to a better thing in an intentional way. So what can you say no to in order to free up space, time or resources for something that's even better? And what role can contentment play in this reordering process? I think it's really key for us to lean into in this season. This has been a theme for me lately. I've been thinking a lot about contentment. It's come up in various conversations with with friends and, and members from Parker Ford Church. I've been thinking a lot about contentment. Let's be a people who learn how to be content in Christ in any and every situation, which means we can say, no even to good things in order to say yes uh, to Jesus to be at peace with him and to walk with him so that's the that's the teaching for today I hope it's been an encouragement to you today I hope that you can really embrace uh, the gift that contentment is meant to be so receive that from Jesus uh, today wherever you're watching this have a great day go with God